Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Encouragement Today. I've been enjoying doing the spiritual disciplines with you guys over the past few weeks. We're going to talk about another one today, and I have special guest in the house. Back in the chair is Alexis Garduno. Welcome back. Good Man, to be it, back. <laughs> it, it's been a little bit, so uh, it has been. we've had a few different uh, guests. I've had family on. I've had a special guest from uh, um, old, um, a good friend from uh, back in the day mm-hmm. on. So we've kind of we've we've had a lot of different people on here lately. You so. had you on. I had me on <laughs> by myself. What was that? What was that? That was crazy. But here we are, and uh, this is a this is a spiritual discipline that is uh, near and dear to your heart. Yes, it is. So this is this should be a good episode for you to kind of walk through this with us. Yeah. Um, but I was reading, and and spiritual disciplines, you know, some people say there's seven of them, nine of them, fourteen, whatever. Um, I'm just doing as many as I can mm-hmm. uh, in this thing. So when I stop, that's where we're at. Uh, but this one is uh, we're going to talk about worship today. Ooh, ooh. And uh, so <laughs> talk to me about like. When you started to know that that was a passion in you, mm-hmm. um, and when you started to realize it wasn't just a passion, but a spiritual discipline that 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 that, that God intended us for. Well, you know the passion. I, I know. I, passion? I, okay. I know not that, but that wasn't worship. No. No, that was. But just it started singing. with. Right. Yeah, you mean like my posture of worship? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'd say um, I didn't really realize it until around fifteen. When I started to do the singing part of it, um, I started to learn about the posture of worship. And so it's more than just singing. It's more than just um, being on the stage, but it's a lifestyle. And so if you're on the stage or off the stage, you should have the posture of worship, being vertical. Um, Worship is a feeling or an expression of reverencing God. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that around that age, okay, so when I'm off the stage— it's you and me, Lord. Like, you see everything that I do. And so I have to live my life with that in mind. And so what that looks like for me is like, okay, um, in the bathroom. This is random. I'm in the bathroom. I see some tissue on the floor. An act of worship is picking that up and mm. throwing it away. Yeah, we just talked about that in really? our serving <laughs> episode. So that's really good that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some other practical ways. Um when I'm at home with my kids, I may think that it's like something simple or I'm missing out, right. but it's an act of worship towards God. Right. Yeah, that's good. And I, and so when you talk about like, we when we talk worship, right, mm-hmm. a lot of people um, will relate it to um, just singing, right? Right. Like worship at church. Worship is, you know, I go to church and I worship, right? Because mm-hmm. many people aren't on the stage like you, like, right. you know, so, um, and in that, in that sense, like, it's like, yeah, worship is music. It is mm-hmm. the singing. That is us worshiping God. But like you said, worship is a lifestyle mm-hmm. of worship unto God. And I think a lot of people um, mistake that. And like, like a lot of when when I think of worship, like everything I do every day is an act of worship. Like my right. work right. is worship. Right. Um, and the Bible talks about make your work worship unto the Lord. Right. And so. If you can live with that mentality, that's keeping this spiritual discipline in mind. Right. Right. And like, you know, like when I'm writing an email, mm-hmm. right, then I'm keeping God in mind while, while I'm doing that. When I'm exactly. preparing for podcasts, when we're preparing for episodes, like this is all an act of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we're a ministry, so it's a little different, right? right. Uh, for, you know, for those that aren't in ministry um, and just doing a regular uh, we, I don't think any job's regular. Like, I, right. I hate that you, word. More like, like, even when I was working in restaurants, like, I was worshiping mm-hmm. when I was 
Well, like I, I would be singing songs, worshiping God right. as I'm d- busting out burgers at mm. BurgerFi. Like, and it helped. Yeah. Oh, man. The, and it was David like every, everybody around me was acting different, you know? And I was like, what are you doing? Ah, uh, you know, just praising God, like whatever. You know, who cares? Like, right. you know? And we would, we would open days with prayer. We would do things like that at, at, the, at the restaurant. And it was different, right? Mm. And it just made the atmosphere different. And I think a lot of people... Uh, I think when you worship and you live a lifestyle of worship, it changes the atmosphere. That's good. So you can have an attitude or a posture of bringing that wherever you are, or you can just have an attitude and then you could tell that the spiritual temperature kind of just goes down because. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) You can can have an attitude or a posture. Which one do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was a good, that was a good one. We might have to nuggy that one. (laughs) That was a good one. Uh, But we're going to kind of go through an article. It's what we do on the show. Uh, We go through, uh, uh, this one is uh, spiritual discipline of worship um, from an article uh, by Pastor Michael, yeah, I'm not going to get his something. name right. Michael something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put with? the link in the description. <laughs> also, if you're watching this, make sure you like, share, subscribe, do all of those things so that uh, you can um, other people can hear this. Uh, get the notif- ring that bell so you yes. can get notified of our episodes. We appreciate that. We do this for you. This is to encourage you. Uh, that's what encouragement today is all about. And hopefully, this will encourage you to uh, live a life of worship. Um, so. Uh, today, again, we're talking about worship, this article. He, there's a, a quote in here from A.W. Tozer that said, I can safely say on the authority um, of all that is re- revealed in the word of God that any man or woman on this earth who is bored and turned off by worship is not ready for heaven. Whoa. Because that's all we're going to do. Right? Like, like, I don't think it's all we're going to do. Meaning like, like – like, I in think different ways. Right. Because so, we have mansion, right? Yeah. There's, well, there's mansions in heaven, right? So we're going to, you know, when you talk to people, I've seen my mansion, I've seen this, like that I've been to heaven. And it's like, yeah, so there's other things. But the fact that you're in the presence of, I don't know, what, like, what do you do in the presence of God? Like, you're just going to be like, holy, holy. I mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But when we're in worship and we do tap into something right. like deeper, you want to be in the oh, presence yeah. for so long. Yeah. Like, what, two hours feels like 20 minutes. Yeah, I remember so. uh, years back, I went to a Carrie Job concert. Oh, right? I love her so. Um, and we were there, and I freaked my daughter out a little bit, I think, uh, with this, because we were there. And, I mean, it was probably one of the most powerful worship experiences I've been in in a long time. Wow. Um, and I've been in a few good ones. Hillsong United concert was like, yes. oh, my gosh. Um, but – here we are, Carrie Joe. We're at this huge church in Florida, and thousands of people Worship. just saying the same thing, right? And I look at her, I say, hey, this is what heaven's going to be like. Yes. Right? So she freaked out because she thought she was dying and going to heaven at that <laughs> moment in time. She was a little young and so uh, <laughs> at the time. And so uh, maybe freaked her out a little bit. But the whole point was like, hey, this is – this is what it looks like, true worship. Like you could you could see it in the whole entire place. Like yeah, and I've awesome. only been a part of a few things that that you could like it was just it was there. Like the, There's like seas of people yeah, singing in unity yeah, yeah. to the and same like, God. Like Yeah, and it's like, oh and when you get in those moments, it's like, yeah, this the heaven's gonna be pretty awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you think like these are just like have you know earthly worshipers right imagine the heavenly worshipers yes with the angels like, like, I mean, come on imagine yeah. like the things that the, the strings the things that they have up there right that you know we're gonna like, be rocking out oh, like it's, it's gonna be <laughs> every insane. tribe every tongue every nation right so um and i think you know so that that quote is powerful 
uh, in and of itself with Tozer saying like, yeah, you're going to be bored. Um, I thought, yeah, I love worship. And that's kind of been, and that's kind of when I was in, started off in youth ministry, we started growing our worship team and like loved to, like we loved, wrote songs, did a whole bunch of stuff with it. Mm -hmm. And it was like a huge part of what we did. And it's like, but I never lost that. Like, you know, right. and you, you never lose that heart to want to worship God. You Whether know? you sing or not, because you can right. not have the best voice, you can still have that yeah, I posture. Yeah, don't have the worship. voice. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. You no. totally said no, I was, <laughs> no, you t- you I'll totally try to tell the people out there. Whether I just, you can sing or not. I discovered the voices. I don't have to be the, <laughs> the You see, yeah. Producer. <laughs> <laughs> so kind, let's kind of talk through, like worship is also, so we, we're going to kind of, hit both aspects of it as we talk through some, you know, practical actions in worship, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to walk through today. So number okay. one is this, to choose to worship actively and with intent, mm. right? So worship is a choice. Worship is an action where you put your focus on God. That's good. Um, so like when you think of that, right, uh, how, how can you worship actively and not be on stage? Worship actively. Okay. So I see that the church has a need. It goes along with serving, I feel like. Right. It's like hand in hand. I see that the church has a need. I don't feel like doing it. Or this person has a need and or this task needs to be done. I don't feel like doing it. But Lord, I'm going to do it unto you. Right. With the spirit of excellence. As if you're right here in front of me because you are. And then do that thing with with your heart. I think you have to be a singer in order to worship. No. Right. No. And so that's what, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like you can worship actively mm-hmm. and still not be the greatest singer. Right. So you're talking about music wise. I'm talking to any wise. Any wise. Right. Because, because okay. the Bible says, come let us worship and bow down. Yes. Right. An act of worship right there. You took an action. Right. And you bowed. Mm-hmm. Right. So, or you raise your hands. Yeah. It's an active thing. Of surrendering. Right? And the Bible, there's so many words in the Bible for worship of like, you know, like, you know what this word means that or whatever we're not going to go through all of them um that's a whole nother um there's le- like a le- whole yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a whole nother lesson on and we we, we just kind of want to talk about the spiritual discipline but when you think about it it's like yeah you can raise your hands you can bow down you can sing you can tap a drum you can yeah. like all these things that the bible talks about of of being an act of worship right and like even when you think about like i'm going to send out the worshipers before right in, to in pave war, the way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you? What are you doing, Israel? Like, you're sending out the worshippers before everything, and it's like it sets the atmosphere, changes the tone, right? And so, like, and so, I think when when you talk about like anybody can worship, mm-hmm. and they don't have to be singing. That's good. You know, like you watch on a Sunday. And, and I'll watch people intently like worshiping, right? And all of a sudden you see that person just fall flat on their face, mm-hmm. right? That's an act of worship, right? Right. Um, or that person that is so into it, they're lifting up their hands, they're crying, nothing moving on their mm-hmm. lips. But you know. Their heart. They're, yeah, you know that they're worshiping, right? Right. Or and, music. So music-wise, man, I all the stuff that I went through today, I don't feel like worshiping. Because a lot of people say, I don't feel like it. Right. Even when you don't feel like it, when yeah. you begin to lift your hands and sing, all of a sudden it changes you because you're reverencing your Savior. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and you're honoring him, right? Yeah. And like, 
he he's he's blessed by it and therefore like that feeling just goes away in you once you start to do it it's i mean yeah that's awesome yeah. all right so in the second one and this is really about the the worship experience right so choose to regularly attend corporate worship services mm. right so a lot of people don't do this nowadays right so it's not the same online. It's not the same. <laughs> it's just not the same. No, I'm okay because I I do lead our online ministry at the church and kind of our chat rooms and things like that. And like I get it when you're sick and you can't make right. it. Right. But like if I, that's your only yeah, if, choice yeah, if the, from home. <laughs> it's not and like you have people um commenting all the time, like, thank you so much that this is online. I wish I could be there, right? Right. Um but and they're choosing this is that that this is their act of worship. Yeah. That's the only way that they can get there, right? Um, but it it is different than being in the house. Like the it corporate is. is different when you're amongst your brothers and right. sisters. Right. Because you don't get the same feeling, right? Right. But there are times where our worship services, and I've I've, I've seen this, like I can feel it in in the room mm-hmm. that I'm in. And then I'll be like, I want to make sure that this is the same feeling that's happening in the service, mm-hmm. right? And I'll step outside of the chat room because it's not it's it's close, but it's not the same room. And so I'll step outside, and like you can feel it. It's like okay, yeah, it's thick in my little room, but it's but thicker. Yeah, it's way thicker out <laughs> here. And it's like, man, you have to get a part of some worship, and right. uh, and yeah, and unfortunately, some churches don't do worship. Um, regularly right or, or if they, they do, do it's like a few fast few slow yeah three fast three slow <laughs> yeah so um i i think that it's important to worship and uh, i love our our church and not saying that our church is the only church that does it right there right. are many churches that worship the way that we worship right um but you know and it's it's powerful and yeah. it's life it's life changing um when you worship um, with everything that you got, mm-hmm. you know, and attending a corporate setting. And we kind of talked about it with the Carrie Job thing. Right. It's like, man, there's no other feeling like it. Like it's right. an emotional thing. It's a, cause you can just, you're just in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. You know, he meets you right there. Um, everybody, yeah. everybody doing it. Yeah. So, um, he says this in the article, when you choose to attend corporate worship, you choose to acknowledge God's greatness by valuing God over anything else happening during that time. That's good. Right. It's true. You choose to recognize God's honor as worthy of an action, like attending a funeral or birthday party for a friend, attending a service shows you want to honor God. That's good. Right. So you're bringing honor to God, right? You're showing his greatness. Mm-hmm. And then also you're choosing to acknowledge God's position as being important. Uh, more important than your own. That's you good. You recognize that God is the authority you need to know and obey. Right, because you took the time out to go there. Right. And there's no distractions. Nothing else matters but you and God in that moment. And at times when you're like worshiping with all that you have amongst the people, sometimes it feels like it's just you and him in the room. Right. Even though you're surrounded by. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been so many times where I've been in, a, in that worship setting and you have to fall on your face, right? Like, yeah. There's our there are like weighty. And I've said it at um and our and I've never experienced as much as I have at our the, our church now, where you just feel the weight of God, like mm-hmm. you just feel it in the room. And there are moments where I just literally had to sit down and like worship. Like mm-hmm. there's like I'm I'm out. Like there's no <laughs> like just the weight of like everything. Like it's like 
God's in the room. I got to like humble myself. I got right. to get myself in the posturing position to, you know, when the king's in the room, you, you humble yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's just so many times where he's in the room and you just have to like honor him. And, and I mean, it's. It's like an overwhelming feeling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean you can see it across the board on the worship teams, um, where you know they they're they're kneeling, um, and you can see those that are just they feel it, you know, mm-hmm. when they're worshiping, their countenance changes, yeah. their face, like, <laughs> and it's like oh, oh something's <laughs> happening. So God's here. Watch out! Watch out! Here we go. Um, and the, the third thing is this: discern biblical practices um, for your worship. Mm. Okay, so like. Figuring out there's some biblical practices that we need to do. So God sets standards for worship, and they're revealed in the Word. Um, so, and this applies both to corporate and private worship. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that we have to understand that there's there's a responsibility to know God's standards. Right, right. Like He has a standard, and what's going to honor Him um, and please Him. And so, um, do you do you see? And this is this is tough because there's a lot of different ways to worship, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, what do you think pleases God in worship? Your heart, your heart. It's good, yeah. Because you can, there could be people that on the outside look like they're doing all the things, but they can be going through the motions. And so, if your heart is truly set on God and honoring Him, then that's what he can see. Because he, he's not swayed and moved by a nice voice, by us jumping up and down. Right. He's, he's swayed by our heart. Yeah. And he's the only one that can see that. Yeah. So our true motives. Right. And so this article talks about things that we actually practice mm-hmm. and this person doesn't. Right. Um, he talks about like things like being slain in the spirit oh. as not being um, spiritual. Wow. <laughs> right. And that it's not a part of worship. Um, and I would, I would, I would say that, um, you've probably never been slain in the spirit. Right. Cause I'm like, I disagree. Like- <laughs> right. I would, I would totally disagree. Right. Uh, because there are times where, and I don't think it's an act of worship. No, it's just your, your fleshly response. Like when the spirit hits you, people react in different ways. Right. Like I've never been slain in the spirit during worship. You know what I mean? Like, like, have you ever fallen out because you're just worshiping? There's been times that it's overwhelming. It's so overwhelming that I want to. Yeah, but you, but but you humble yourself and you fall, right? Like, like you, it's you, like just going on your knees or whatever. Like, I've never fallen out. In yeah, life. we're like, <laughs> like that's like that's that's not being slain in the spirit. Like, right. you get prayed for, right? And, and then like, you're and the Holy Spirit hits you and you're slain in the spirit. So I think like his definition of what that of is, what it is, I think is wrong. Um, but that's okay. Like this is a, he's got some other great things in here that are, that are super good, mm-hmm. but um, he's calling it improper worship. And I would say that, yeah, if you're being slain in the spirit, that's probably improper worship too. So I kind of agree with them in a sense mm-hmm. um, because I don't think that, I've never seen anybody slain in the spirit on their own. No. I mean, like it's a, it, you're being prayed for or whatever. Like, I've mm-hmm. never, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm like, me, I don't know. <laughs> to me, the power of God hits you from, like, you're receiving it right. from somebody else, and you can't take what, what's being done at that moment. You and, can get like, drunk in the spirit. No, Is I, that not, like the same? No, I, I think he's talking. I think he's literally talking about falling out. Okay. Yeah. Because like you, where you're so overwhelmed that 
Yeah, no, like it's just happy, like people dancing, people running mm-hmm. around. I mean, we've seen that in church. Um, but I don't, yeah, I think he's talking about like literally the just falling out, out falling of nowhere. Out. Okay, but but I don't, I don't see that. I've never seen that in a church <laughs> ever in my life. So. I don't know what church you going to, my like friend. Like you said, like when people lay hands or like, you know, Benny Hinn, he just. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that's, there's always something. But that, that's not worship. That's right. not in worship. That's they're praying. Or, they're praying. You're being prayed for. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, I think that's a totally different. Uh, yeah. So I would disagree with in regards to the, that part of this article. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you read the article, uh, make sure you understand where we're coming from. Right. Um, but there are, I think there are some improper things uh, in worship. Talking. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like there, there has to be order in worship. Right. Right. Um, I think that a lot of times churches can get out of that um, and start doing things a little bit um, awkwardly. Yeah. Right. Um, is it time to praise? Is it time to I worship? I think putting a limit yeah. on worship yes. is not good. Mm-hmm. Um, like a putting a time, like I, I'm not the, like, uh, this is not good. I'm gonna. I, I got. I'm gonna. I'm like, like there, I, I've been at churches where, like, it's like you have a time. You have to be. Done and you have minutes. to be done at that time. But if the spirit's moving, right? Mm-hmm. Like, man, I don't know how you do that. It's like, hard. I don't know how you do that. And like, you have to be done by this time, or like, you gotta leave room for that. Right. Like, you have to. And I remember we were at churches that started doing that, and like we had com- we had some deep conversations. Like about worship, and you're looking area. at the time clock. You're like, like they're they're struggling because the spirit's moving, and it's like no, 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 no. We have to give that way. Mm-hmm. Like, like don't worry about time. We'll we'll fix it on the back end somehow. Right. Like, okay, we're not going to do announcements today for that service, right? Or whatever. Like, we'll we'll fix it. Like, let the spirit move mm-hmm. and do what he's going to do, rather than us miss what God wants to do in the service. Right. Like, let, let's stop what God's doing. That doesn't make because sense. Because we want to. We want. We have to give our announcements at nine forty five. Guys. About the same stuff we know. Like, <laughs> like we have to give our announcement. Like, stop that. Like, let the spirit move your worship service. And, uh, you know, like, that is a, that is more of a biblical practice. Right. Than the, the got this order of service that, that I have, have to, to keep to. in mind. Like, come on. <laughs> come <laughs> on. on the box. Like, that's scary. Come on. <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah. Awesome. Um, but he does say this too, um, something about strange fire. And I thought this is interesting. Um, and I wanted to kind of. Strange fire. Yeah. He says that mastering worship discipline, then in elevating his wishes over your preference, hmm. you avoid offering him strange fire. Strange. Strange fire. fire. Um, it says this in uh, Numbers twenty six sixty one, but Nadab and Abihu died when they offered strange fire before the Lord. Hmm. So he said offering what God wants over your preferences. Right. Which makes sense because there's some people that won't worship if it's an old song, like a hymn, or they won't worship if it's a rock song and they're right. more gospel. That literally is what he talks about before that statement. So I'm yeah. glad he said that. And yeah, you, that makes I sense. I don't let her read the articles, just yeah, so I you know. I have no idea. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't let her read it. We just kind of react to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole purpose of this kind of uh, the banter. Right. Um, and so it's good when she like literally gets what we're talking about. It's <laughs> it like, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cause there's been times even for myself, like I'm like, ugh, I don't feel like singing an old song, 
Right. But then the spirit hits and then you're like, whoa, like right. it doesn't matter. And these words to God is honoring him. Right. But I mean, we have to be careful too about the songs that we select too, right? Right. And it's like some songs are just biblically inaccurate. Um, exactly. And so, you know, um, it but would be the great. The are good. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. Some of them, some of those, uh, you can question too. <laughs> but, um, because it, it just is what, you know, and it, it is what it is. But you, yeah, I think when you're, Strange fire is really a, a a term for like doing things out of whack, right? Yeah, like crazies. Yeah, crazies. We know there's always some crazies, right? There is some crazies. Um, we've seen some crazies. Yep. Right. We've seen. Some. I've seen some crazies, but it's okay, like to dance in worship. Right. It's okay to raise your hand. You can't twerk, it, but you can dance. It, <laughs> that's strange fire. That's some strange fire. No, we're, but seen I've that. seen it. Yeah, seen that's it. strange fire. Seen it. Uh, was there um, Mike Todd's church? Didn't they do some weird? I mean, they done really no. They've I don't some, know. No, they've done some weird stuff, and they yeah twerking on the stage. Oh no! I've seen some weird stuff. More couples that. like getting too close. They're you're like, come on, like it's not about oh. you guys. It's about God. <laughs> like, yes, that's strange. By <laughs> yeah, like if you're like uh, rubbing up on yes, somebody, like during a worship song, like <laughs> come on now, come oh, on now. That's uh, we've seen it. Yeah, we actually have. Do we yeah. have. Multiple churches, actually. Yes. That's crazy. That's so crazy. That's an yeah. example of strange so, fire. That's some strange fire right there. Just, uh, you want some examples? Bumping and grinding during worship? Probably some strange fire there. Right? I mean. <laughs> uh, now, now, if you're not at church, we see nothing wrong with that uh, as long as you're married. So. Right. <laughs> Shout out Bobby Brown. <laughs> um, all right, so let's keep it. No, Bobby Brown didn't see that. That was all oh, that we should not shout out anybody like that. No, no. especially don't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really bad. All right, so let's. Uh, the next one is guard yourself from idolatry during worship, mm. right? So it says, uh, little children, guard yourselves from idols. Um, and a lot of, and I think this is where a lot of people, there is some idolatry in, in practicing worship nowadays where you make the worship team. The, the idol. Yes. Yeah. Especially like famous. Famous worship well leaders, famous people. Oh my God, and you the, get to see it. And it's like. Yeah. And on, like I said, I mentioned Carrie Job in that worship set. It was it was so not about her during that right. set. It was literally about uh, the testimonies. And the sound. Sharing. You guys. And the sound. Yeah. And it was literally, she couldn't have, she could have been anybody. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, like the spirit was moving in that, mm-hmm. in that thing. And like, uh, yeah. So I think a lot of people have this, uh. This practice nowadays, where they they have um, they worship the the worship team, yes, or leader, or, or leaders, mm-hmm. or worship singers, mm-hmm. uh, rather than worshiping God, right? Right, like you're selecting songs because oh, that that they're the greatest worship team ever. I, yeah, I, I got to select all their songs or whatever it is, and it's like, uh, hold up, you, you can't be doing that. You know, and then not only is it bad for you because the idol part, but also them, like putting them on a pedestal, like that fame and that like like they have to be the one, right? I feel like that just can get dangerous, and we've seen a lot of them fall. So, yeah, and most of them do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too much. <laughs> we weren't meant to have that. We're supposed to make him famous, not ourselves, right? And, so. and that's the thing. It's like, and you look at, and it's so easy. Like you think about like the Israelites when they, like, ah. Uh, they just get rescued, right? Mm-hmm. Like Moses goes away for a couple of days and they're already immediately worshiping. It's uh, ridiculous. An idol, right? And it's like, 
how fast is that, you know, where you go from correctly worshiping, mm-hmm. you know, your Savior, right, to idolatry. Right. Right? And I, I think I think in today's society, it's so easy. Especially with social media. Yeah, it's so easy to switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be really, really careful. Um, like um, a lot of people today would worship uh, sports teams. Yeah. Over, over God. They'll right? have more enthusiasm with that right. than worship. Right. Yeah. The worship. No. I'm not saying that it's bad to like sports no. teams. I'm not saying I love I love a few sports teams of my own. Um, but putting that over God, right? right? Like Sunday, I, would, I can't go to church. I would never miss a worship service because there's a hockey game on, right? right? Or a football game. Like I would right. never do that in a million years. Like it just would, just would not happen. Like God is always going to be number one. I'm not missing my kids' birthdays, right? right. Because of some, you know, like some sports sporting events either, and then some people that are all uh, that are all diehards, and, and that's that's all the things crazy to me, right. right? But some people put their kids ahead of God. It's true, and what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Like they're, they're but little Johnny has to go do this. Little so. Johnny's, you know, <laughs> we can't go to church today. Yeah, worship, you know, Samantha's yeah. in gymnastics, and it, there's an event, you know. And, so we and get again, idol. We're not saying. That you shouldn't do those things, but right. it's when you put them above God. God and above worshiping Him first, right? Then that's where the problem lies, and so you have to guard yourself from that. So just be careful because it's a slippery slope. It's like, oh, there's a Sunday meet, mm-hmm. you know. If we just miss one of the time, miss- next thing you know is every time. So that's my point. Yeah, that's my point. And it's like, you know, set your. It used to be. Mm-hmm. You could set your schedule like like schools used to have Wednesday right. no homework, right? I'm my kids are at a Christian school right now, and I'm like, y'all have homework on Wednesday <laughs> when they know we all go to church. Well, I'm like, for the most part, y'all have homework on Wednesday. I want to call <laughs> the school and be like, what are you doing to my kids? Right? Like it's bad enough. Like they're in a hard Christian school. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy, and they got homework on Wednesday. Oh man, we have church when service, y'all. Like when, right. when you know, it's like, come on, man, come on, come on. <laughs> and for me, I was so serious about my Sundays that when I had a job, I was like, I can work any day, right? But Sunday and Wednesday, yeah. And some jobs were like, okay, others were like, no. And I'm nope, like, well, then nope, I won't. I won't be here. Yeah, yeah, but I won't do it. Yeah. And so I know some people are like, well, I have to make money, but you'll be surprised that when you stand up for those things, God makes a way. Yeah. So, so there was a season where I was working at a restaurant. Uh, we won't name that restaurant, but I couldn't get Sundays off. Mm-hmm. I had to work every Sunday uh, because it was a sports-themed restaurant. And uh, it was, uh, I would say, like the most difficult time of my life uh, because, <laughs> yeah, they, that was like the season when I was like not really in ministry and mm-hmm. like it was just tough. And you're like now working on Sunday? Like- tough. So it was a hard few years. Mm-hmm. And like the moment I left that, mm-hmm. right, and got back into – like I got a job at another restaurant where I could set my own schedule. I was like, oh, thank God. You're like, thank you, uh, I got sun- <laughs> Sunday mornings off. Thank you. Uh, if I have to work Sunday night, I'll go in and close up or whatever. But right, you know, it's it different. Like, but yeah, I could set my own thing. But yeah, that was like I was grateful for after five years of of hell. No. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it was literal. Uh, it was tough. So you got to guard yourself from those kind of things, and sometimes you you have to. 
I mean, that was a tough season. Yeah. That was a tough season for us. So, but we got through it and we're back, right? Mm-hmm. Woo. All right. So, um, <laughs> one more. Uh, he, he talks about some Catholic stuff here. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, he says, maybe you don't honor a statue of the Virgin Mary or oh, ceramic Buddha. A but you can, yeah, but you can secretly have idols in your heart of almost anything. Idols right. such as neighbor's wife, car, or house. <laughs> yeah. To oh, any Lord. other passion you might have. So challenge yourself by asking, what idols have I allowed to slip into my life? Mm. Idolatry is a significant violation of worship of the true God. I, I mean, that's one of the Ten Commandments, y'all. Like, right. You know, don't don't have any idols. You mm-hmm. know, you know, I'm the But Lord, a lot God. of times it's not obvious. It's like little things that you're like, oh, I have to give that up. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's good. It's good. Yeah, maybe your social media stopped watching that during service. Right. Sorry, called you out if you listen. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're checking right. in every 10 minutes. Yeah, so fifth one is actively put worship into every part of your life. And, I like and that's what one. we were talking about in the beginning. I think yeah. I kind of jumped ahead. Yeah, this, this, it's okay. God is spirit and those who worship him will must worship him in spirit. And in truth. Mm-hmm. And so uh, worship must be active in every part of your life. You can't compartmentalize your life and hold any area back from God. I can't hold back my praise. Oh, here she goes. I let it <laughs> Here she goes. Right? Uh, well, I mean, and, it, and I, think it, I think it should be. Like, right. Like, if you love God, people should know that you love God. Right. right? And, like, it should be evident in your life mm-hmm. um, by your countenance, by how you react, how you right. respond, how you're living your life, mm-hmm. how you're working your job. Like, I remember times where people would literally ask me, "What what's up with you? Like, you're, you're always happy. You're this, you're that. Once I got out of that, that one job. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, yeah, I got, you know, I, the Holy Spirit's living inside of me, you know, and I, I got, I'm just worshiping God. And so they'd be like, really? You do that, like, all day long? All day. Yeah. Like, yeah, I live like this all day long, mm-hmm. you know? And even when I would get set off from something, it'd be like, you know, hey, guys, you know, let's <laughs> let, let's go. Like, let's, they'd be like, you're a different manager than all the other managers. Yes, thank you're you. You're like, right. yes. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, when we walk in a room, we should be able to like set the atmosphere. Right. With our heart, right. our heart of worship, our posture towards God. Yeah. A uh, good friend of mine, Tyler Howell, shout out Tyler. Um, he used to say, you're either a thermostat or a thermometer. Mm. I'm a thermostat. Right? right? <laughs> you're either setting the atmosphere or you're taking the atmosphere. Right. right? That's like good. Taking, you know, you're know, you either taking it in and being whatever it is in the room. Mm-hmm. Or you're, set or you're setting room. it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's good. good as if you're living a lifestyle of worship, you're setting that tone every day in your life. You're kind of, you know, giving it all you got every day. Right. And uh, that's it. So, yeah. And putting your all into it. That's basically... Worship is surrendering, right? Yeah. Surrendering to God. And so when you're not in a worship service singing, but you're out in your everyday life and you're surrendered to God, it's going to be evident right. in everything that you do. And so that looks like doing everything in excellence, not having an attitude and right. having people. You're an example onto others. And like yeah. you said, people are going to start coming to you like, what's different about you? And then it's a conversation yeah. starter. So I do want to get back to being slain in the spirit. Like my brain just kept going <laughs> with it. Uh, because, and I'm, like, people will be like, it's not in the Bible. <laughs> Wrong. It is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, you know, is in the tomb, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus is um, in the garden, mm-hmm. right? Comes in, a whole thing. They see him, and he's, who, who are you looking for? I am, right? Mm-hmm. He says it. They fall over. Hmm. They fell over. So, um being they were slain. Maybe not the word, but, like. They were. Yeah. They were. They, yeah, they, they felt it. 
fell fell to the ground. Right. Right. So when you look in the you're looking for your biblical account of how does this you know yeah there are times where people fell over because the presence of God was so strong. Was so strong. Mm-hmm. When you look at Isaiah, I can't even be in your presence, woe God. But yeah. Woe is me, right? Like you look like like you have to when take, the glory is there. Is there it's like, overwhelming. So yeah. your earthly body is too right. much. The, you bi- know. the Bible says, "Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord." Mm-hmm. So when the Lord is present, um, how do you humble yourself? Right, humble means to bow. Right, mm-hmm. to bring yourself lower. Mm-hmm. So what happens? You bring yourself lower. You may, right? All right. So there you go. Give me <laughs> you some. You know give you some biblical things about being slain. Oh, slain in the spirit. It's not. That's not accurate. Okay, and people fall out. Mostly because the people the say that around. they've never experienced. Right, it. and and you so. can't you can't explain something if it's you haven't hope. experienced right. it. Right, and you got to experience it to. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. All right. But basically, it's receiving. Yeah, receiving the fullness of God. Yeah. And you can't you can't contain it. Right. Your body can't contain it. So (laughs) yeah. And 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 it's not like it's happened a hundred times in my life. That Mm -hmm. that is that is not the case. Right. There's only been three, four, four experiences in my life where I have felt that and mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to me. Um, <laughs> I literally don't. Uh, so four times in my life that that's happened. And uh, two of them have been at this church and one at another and one at another. So, mm. you know, yeah. So, yeah. And four it's, times. I'm sorry if someone's pushed you down. <laughs> yeah. Let's not talk that's what, that. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't get pushed. I've down. had people try to push me down, but you know. Really? Yeah. 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 No. I don't know why. I'm like, <laughs> I, when I pray for people and they're going to, I literally try to hold them up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, I, I'm literally praying for them and holding them at the same time because mm-hmm. I want to finish my prayer. Like, don't go down yet. Don't go. <laughs> I know, I know it's, I know it's a good one. You know, like, I, like I, I just, but you can't, you can't help it sometimes. Right. Okay. And then it's I love back. when some people, they'll pray and they won't put their hands on them and they still, like, how do you yeah. explain that? And it'll be a person that's never experienced it be- right. before. You can't explain so, Yeah. Good, good luck. Yeah. I like explaining that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, explain, explain to the person that's never been to church and falls out in the presence of right. God. Right. Yeah, and they look at themselves like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah, I have no – yeah. All right, so, so there you go. There you um, go. Live a lifestyle of worship. It's okay if you fall out in the spirit. Um, yes. Maybe not just because a worship song's on, but because somebody's <laughs> praying for you um, and the spirit is uh, very heavy in the room. Glory. Yeah, and uh, – but hey, make sure you're uh, doing these five steps. We'll have a little card for you in the uh, comment section or description uh, of this, uh, so that you can follow along with the uh, with the episode if you want to do that, um, or um, you want to print it out and have it um, so you can live a lifestyle of worship. Why don't you pray us out, and then we'll close the episode. Okay. Lord, thank you for each and every person that's on here. Thank you um, for the topic of worship. I just pray that you would help us to have a posture of worship towards you, Lord. I just pray that if there's anybody that has a hardness of heart towards you or towards the things of God or towards worship, Lord, I just pray that you would begin to soften their hearts. And I just pray that you would help us to have the perspective of living a vertical life instead of focusing on um, distractions and idols and other things that we may not understand, Lord. But I just pray that we'll understand the fullness of who you are in our lives. We'll understand the the fullness of being in corporate worship and singing amongst our brothers and sisters to honor and worship you. And I thank you for each and every person. And I pray this in Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us on this episode of Encouragement Today. Thanks, Alexis, for being here and sharing on uh, worship. Uh, it's been a great episode. But, hey, I want to pray that, pray you guys out, bless you guys out. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he give you peace. And may you be encouraged to worship the Lord. Yeah. Uh, it is okay to worship um, in church, out of church, uh, live a lifestyle of worship. So be blessed and be encouraged. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.